Unstoppable Success Radio, episode 266. I'm Kelly Roach, and you are listening to Unstoppable Success Radio, the podcast for achievers, believers, dreamers, and doers who want to build a profitable, sustainable business around a life of purpose, fulfillment, freedom, and family. Now let's get down to business. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am thrilled to have Chantel Adams here with me today. Chantel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. All right. So I'm going to share a little bit about you, Chantel, with our listeners, and then we will dive right in. So Chantel is a professional speaker, a speech stylist, and courage igniter. She's delivered over 800 speeches and added more than six figures to her business through speaking. She now teaches women entrepreneurs how to own their story, have the courage to share it, while turning their message into a movement. Chantel is also about helping women get their brave on in life and business. She definitely definitely walks her talk as she recently jumped out of an airplane and fell 10,000 feet to raise $10,000 to build a school in Nicaragua while getting 60 change makers to co-author a book, The Courage to Fly and Their Stories of Courage Within the World. Uh, that is excellent. That's so exciting. I, I love I love your story there. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, lots of lots of amazing experiences through speaking and connecting and all of those good things. Definitely. Well, let's give everybody a little bit of the backstory. So first of all, how did you get into what you do today? How did you fall in love with speaking and, and recognize this as such a great opportunity for your entrepreneurial ventures? Absolutely. So I have always loved performing from the time I was a little girl. I'd be on those stages. But I remember actually kind of combining my passion for spreading the word of courage around the world and as well as speaking and storytelling. I actually, it was my breakdown moment was actually losing a really dear friend of mine to breast cancer much too soon. And I remember being at her funeral and her oldest son was standing at the pulpit and of course you know we were celebrating her life and mourning her loss and tears streaming down my face and I remember just this moment where he said he was talking about her final moments and he said you know my mom she was fighting right up to her final breath and then he said she wasn't done fighting because she wasn't done living and it was as if it was like the wind got knocked out of me all of a sudden I heard in my heart and my voice, you know, I could hear the message of you are alive and breathing, but you're not truly living. And it really rocked me to the core. And in that moment, I realized that there was something keeping me playing small. And I went on this journey to figure it out, like leading to my breakthrough of realizing that it was a nasty four letter word, fear, and that I needed to start getting my brave on to truly live the life I was meant to be living. And so in my friend's honor, I wrote my fear list and started crossing off every single fear. And it was everything I had ever wanted to do, but had been too afraid to do. And so at the top of my list was skydiving, which you hear it in my bio, I uh, did actually face that fear. But the thing that actually tied me to the desire to speak and to help others share their story is that I actually realized later on that it was the impact of his words in sharing that precious moment with his mom, those final moments, it was him having the courage to stand up and to share that with all of us and me actually receiving that powerful breakthrough of my own because of his words. 
And so through that, not only did I find my courage and I understood kind of my big mission in life, but I also realized the power of story and of speaking and of sharing those those sometimes painful moments, but beautiful moments. And we never know the impact we will have on another person because of it. Yeah, absolutely. So true. And, it, you know, I've heard so many times that, you know, when giving a, a speech or, or a talk or, you know, lecturing on something that oftentimes people don't remember the numbers, they don't remember the facts, but they do remember the story. It, right? Like it's the story that hooks people that they can actually grasp onto and see themselves in light of and, and that really moves people, which it sounds like that's kind of what the trigger point was for you as well. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so fast forward to today, you know, I know you are, are banging out these talks and, you know, I've done over 800 yourself and obviously are helping other people break into that world as well. Uh, you have a captive audience of entrepreneurs and small business owners that I, I'm sure would love to get more eyes on their business by breaking into speaking for their own businesses. So can you give us a rundown of, you know, some tips and strategies as far as, first of all, finding the right speaking opportunities that are a match for your business and your niche, and then secondly, how to go about pursuing them. Absolutely. So I'm going to give you four awesome tips for really getting booked when you're just starting out. And the first one is research and absolutely looking at where are your dream speaking engagements? You know, what are those top conferences, events that you just would love to speak at? Those are going to go on your dream list, but also starting a list, a running list of opportunities, speaking engagements. And really it comes down to our best friend, Google, right? That we can type in if you're in the entrepreneurial space, you're speaking, your business is speaking to other entrepreneurs. Maybe it's women based. So getting really clear on who is that audience, who would be that dream audience and just typing that in the search in the search bar so just women entrepreneurial conferences or women entrepreneurial events and then putting your location or locations that you would travel to and then look what comes up there's going to be eventbrite meetup all these kinds of amazing document or doc you know documents that are going to come up and opportunities for you to be able to connect to but also there's going to be tons of stuff that you've never even heard of or opportunities you wouldn't have even thought of so just that's the very first thing is just researching and then also, as soon as something comes across your screen or you hear of an event where you're like, oh, I would love to speak there, often when you're hearing about it, they've already got a lot of their speakers, but not always. Sometimes you can reach out and there's an opportunity where they still are finding their speakers and that's beautiful. But even if it's already a go, they have all their speakers, you can do a couple of things. You can reach out if it's a, it's a warm connection and you have a really great what's in it for them um, opportunity. You can say that you would be happy to be there if there's anything that goes wrong with another speaker or something happens where they need someone to speak last minute. You're in the area. You would be at the conference anyways, right? So attending that event would be a great first step as well. But, you know, reaching out, but also putting it on your calendar. And so most organizers are actually, if it's an annual event, these bigger events and conferences, they're actually looking for speakers within a couple months after that, that event has ended. So 10 months before the next event, they're already looking to book their next speakers. So that's a great opportunity. Give them some breathing room after their event, obviously, for them to recoup and do the things they need to do. But then they will start opening up that, that opportunity, whether it's out public or whether 
whether you just know, okay, I'm going to reach out in two months from now and mark that on your calendar where you can start that conversation. But the biggest thing before reaching out and something that really helped me is that I realized, I remember I was taking a training on speaking and the gentleman was really successful, but he said you would have to make a hundred cold calls or send a hundred cold emails to get one response. So not even one yes, but one response. And I remember hearing that and going, there is no way I'm going to do that. There has to be a better way. And so that's where this, this tip, this strategy is really the thing I base everything on and it's relationships. And yes, maybe it's not the, the quickest always um, outcome and results, but it is absolutely laying the foundation, not only for speaking, for, but for real relationships that can be a give and receive opportunity. So I always say give first and give without attachment of an end result. So yes, these are influencers, people you would love to connect with. You would love to speak on their stage one day, but because you want to speak on their stage, I know you resonate with who they are and their message and their work. So are they having a book launch that you could support? Are they putting out a program? Are they already selling tickets to the event? Attend the event, look for ways to volunteer to support them with, again, without expect expectation of getting something in return. And then also just give, give, give in unique ways. So have them on your stage or invite them on your podcast, any way that they can get to know you better and the work that you do. Then when the time is right, that opportunity will most likely just present itself. So for example, I was connected with Joshua Dawson, who is the founder of the I Am Genie Foundation, and he grants wishes. He actually gets dressed up as a genie, so he's got the blue face and everything, and he grants wishes to people who are terminally ill. And I love his work and his mission, and he actually hosts events around the world with people like Deepak Chopra and Marianne Williamson and all these incredible big names. And I remember he came to Kelowna, which is my city, and I reached out and said, how can I promote this? How can I share this? How can I get this event out into the world? Let me help you do that without any expectation of anything in return. And just because I love the mission and the message, and I've done that for two of his events so far over the last year. And every time he holds an event, he reaches out to me now and says, hey, you've got such an engaged audience, will you share? Of course I will. And then just last month, he invited me to speak at one of these events alongside Jason Silva um, at an at a event called Awe Day. And I'm gonna be one of the leading experts in, in the entrepreneurial space. And so I didn't even ask for that. Yes. So this yes. is whole like, it was just the give first, the build the relationships, and then amazing opportunities can come from it, right? So I could go on about this forever and give lots of ideas, but this this is seriously the game changer, yeah. is build relationships. Yeah, couldn't agree more. And, and what I really love about what you're talking about here, Chantel, is that this is what is so important for the entrepreneurial community to understand, not just about speaking, but about every element of building your business. And that is, you know, the day that you need something is the absolute worst time to be working on getting it. 
right? <laughs> and exactly. you know, I, we were a microwave culture. You know, everybody wants that that insta, you know, that insta response, that that you know, gratification, that that renewal or you know, feedback on what they're doing instantly. And I, I'm really happy to hear you explain it in this way of building that relationship and taking the steps to have a presence for you know months if not even years in the future because that's entrepreneurship right it is the long game and if you're in it for the short term and you're looking for a speaking engagement today and you expect to be on a big stage tomorrow you know most likely you're going to be pretty pretty bitterly disappointed but if you're in it for the long haul it really doesn't matter because you have thousands of lines in the water at any time in so many different directions that something is always coming to fruition Yes, I love it. And so many times people are like, you are so connected. Do you have, you know, uh, horseshoes coming out your butt or what? Because now, you know, I've been on several uh, magazine covers. All of them have been connected back to speaking gigs I've done where I've been speaking relationships I built. Um, I've had, you know, different features and different magazines. I have people that are connected to my work, people that are inviting me into masterminds, you know, peer led groups, you know, I'm connecting with these, but it has been, and I say it over and over, it's been because I show up and I, I care and I give and I build relationships. And so it's, it now looks on the outside, like all these things are just happening, but I've been nurturing these relationships for, for months or even years. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, couldn't agree more. And you know, one of the people that I brought on the show probably almost, oh gosh, a year and a half, almost two years ago now, uh, Judy Robinette with, uh, you know, she was talking about her book, How to Become a Power Connector. And she gives a really good, like strategic outline of how to go about building this, you know, network of influencers. But it really has to be something that you are invested in for the long term. But I, I think what you put into it pales in comparison to what what comes out of it over the course of time. So, so this is huge. I love all the tips that you're giving here, Chantal. And let's let's keep rolling with it because I think you're giving yeah. some great feedback and strategies. Uh, let's talk a little bit about an effective approach when you are looking to connect with either conference, you know, book, you know, booking members or influencers that are looking for speakers or whatever the case, because I think the way that you approach is very important. Can you speak a little bit to that? Yes, absolutely. So going back to this relationship piece, I never ask first. So I'm never leading with an ask. I'm always leading with a give. And so again, even if it's a short kind of uh, courting, I guess you could say, there's always how can I show up in their newsfeed sharing their work? How can I promote their event? How can I give first, kind of give that, that uh, be on their radar, that warm connection needs to be there. So that's really important. And then really looking at how can I be of service? So when you approach them, it is all about them and their audience. It's what's in it for them. It's how can I serve? Going back to the research piece, do your research on that specific event, on that company. When you're when you're going into like a podcast here today, even I went back, I listened to, made sure I was listening to some of your latest podcasts. I had researched you before uh, meeting with you today. So making sure you're really connected to that audience is important and to their needs and also who were the last speakers 
Are you in a similar uh, niche market where you could serve in a similar way, but do you know what they spoke on and how could you then complement it? So really taking some time for these dream opportunities to do research on that event so that you're going in it really feeling like you're connected to their vision, that you understand what they're all about. And yes, that maybe you've attended the event. That's a big one. Attend their event. Yes. Uh, there, be in person so that they know you're not just, hey, put me on your stage, but I've been there and I love the energy. I love the mission. I love the vision of it. I so that's a big piece. Always showing gratitude, uh, looking for other connections. So do you know someone in their circle of influence? Do you know someone who's spoken on their stage before? If you can make a connection somewhere that, that makes that more relatable. So do your research if you can attend the event or give in some way first, make sure you're giving first, connect, make that connection with others or some other kind of connection. Maybe it's something that they said ages ago on their podcast or a blog post that really touched you or made some big change in your life. Let them know that, show gratitude, right? So making some beautiful connection that they know this isn't just a copy paste templated pitch, yes. right? So really making it personal. And then one of my biggest tips for getting booked is to package. So this is, you know, I work with people that speak in corporate or in the entrepreneurial space or in the education market, and it works for all of them. And this is something that very few speakers do. And I didn't know I was doing it. I'm just someone who naturally wants to over deliver on everything I do. And so when I started speaking, I was like, I'm not just going to come speak for an hour. I am going to give you lesson plans because I was speaking in the education market. So I'm going to give you teacher lesson plans that go along with what I just spoke at. So you can, you know, enrich your student's life after I'm going to write a parent letter that goes along with it so the parents are on board and they know exactly what I was teaching their kids and here's some tips that they can apply in their home so that's the idea is if you're speaking at a conference for example do you have a book that you could package in there you know could you do a mastermind could you do an extra event before or after online so any way that you can add more value and go the extra mile is going to go a long way because not a lot of speakers are doing that. They're just, here's my, my speech topic and what I can speak on for that hour. But what if you could offer to do a mastermind at lunch? What if you could do an online bonus or you could give a bonus, right? Maybe you give a program as a bonus for anyone who signs up at the VIP level. So getting creative on how could I package this up? I've had people go um, into schools or corporations and they've been able to 10 times their fee because they've added a couple other elements. And a lot of times, like for corporate, for an example, if you have an online program that could then be like a six week program that you sell for 297, for example, and if they have, you know, a hundred employees that could get access to this online program, it's not any extra time of yours. You've created it. Yes. So there's value. That's a value of $29,000. So when you look at that, if you could go with a, an opportunity and say, I'm going to come speak to your people for an hour, but I'm also going to go deep with them for six weeks through this online program that's valued at $29,000. But, and my speaking fee say it's 5,000 or whatever it is. So, but I'm going to do both of these for only $10,000, right? So that, so they're seeing this value and that you're adding more value. You're getting a deeper transformation because everyone knows there's yes, change that can happen and inspiration that can happen in an hour. But what about going deeper in some way with that audience? That's, yeah. you're really gonna stand out. 
No, couldn't agree more. And, you know, it, it really takes it from being a transaction of yeah. this one drop in a bucket to a relationship, which I think then also positions you as a resource and an asset to that company or to that organization for many, many other things in the future because yeah. they're seeing a bigger scope of you and, and how you can help them. And, and also it's just investment, right? Like the bigger yeah. investment that you're making, obviously, the, the bigger investment that they're going to be willing to as well. But you brought up a great point I wanted to circle back to there, which is, you know, speaking to local businesses, speaking to corporations, um, going in and, and, you know, being a, a trainer, consultant, whatever the case. Talk a little bit about how you typically coach your clients through that process of getting their foot in the door that way. Yeah, it's, it really is the same, same structure. But also one thing that I do recommend actually is doing pro bono. Um, you don't have to say you're doing it for free. You say my my actual rate, my rate is $3,000, $5,000, whatever feels amazing to you, plus a little stretch. Uh, you know, this is my regular fee. And I love the company vision, da, 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 da. I always do something either for free or a beautiful discount to get my foot in the door. Because here's the thing, the toughest thing that you're going to have to do is to break into a market. You're, you know, get those first few speaking gigs. And that took me, when I was starting out, it took me about six months of building relationships, of reaching out, connecting, and then finally getting a face-to-face. -face. And that's what I would recommend. If there's any way that you can get face-to-face, -face, whether it's going in, taking your one sheet, another really important piece of the puzzle when you are looking at getting paid to speak and going into corporate especially, is having a beautiful demo video reel. So that's something that I help clients with as well is getting that video that they can see you in action, right? Because it's just like if you were hiring a website designer, you wouldn't not see their work and then hire them. You need to see their work first. So why as a speaker are we just sending a one sheet or an email you know, copy? Why are we not showing them our craft, right? So. So that's important for those higher level gigs, but doing something for free or pro bono again, um, showing them that you're waiving their fee because of, you can give them all kinds of great um, reasons, right? You love their mission, you were impacted by their work, they're doing something really amazing, you do a certain amount of pro bono work and you're asking for a referral. So there's lots of ways to position that, but it's about getting your foot in the door and then that's where the snowball effect that I talk about kicks in. If you know how to rock the stage, if you know how to absolutely deliver amazing value and show up and deliver, then they're going to talk. They're going to refer. They're going to bring you back again and again. Yeah. So it really is about how can I package something that is a no brainer for them, give them so much value. And maybe for the first few, you're going to speak for free or a lower fee. But what that does is they become raving fans. They invite you back and they talk to their, their network, their associates, other people in their industry. And so that's really key. And that's what happened is I got in, got my foot in the door with one school then that principal became almost like my, my best, I mean, she became one of my raving fans. So then she was telling all the other schools in the area and I got booked up solid with 175 speaking engagements that first year with only having to call two people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? No, it, and so that's, yeah, that's the value of over delivering. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah.
Yes. I agree more. That no, that's that's excellent. And these are these are such good tips. And I think another thing too that I like that you've mentioned here, I think it's much more about the back end than it is about the front end. I think most people are worried about like what is the fee you're gonna get paid going in there? When yeah. in reality the fee that you're getting paid to initially go in there is really like inconsequential if, if you're if you're approaching the right opportunities and approaching it the right way because the back end can be multiples of that, right? Yeah, so I have a beautiful example. I reached out, I spoke for 15 minutes, only shared my story and some beautiful lessons from it. Um, rocked that stage, right? So I delivered value, but I didn't once say anything about working with me. I didn't pitch, I didn't sell anything. And I had $15,000 worth of business come from that 15 minutes of a free gig. So when you're, and that was, I think there was 60 women in the room. So it wasn't a massive audience, but it was my perfect audience. It was amazing, heart-centered women entrepreneurs. And so it was just that beautiful connection. And here's a really important tip. As a speaker, you show up and you connect before, during, and after the event. So some speakers, I know I had one of my one of my students who I love just got one of her dream gigs and she was speaking at the Mompreneur Conference along some big names and she said she was shocked that most of them just showed up, did their gig and left. And she knew because I've taught her that you right, show right. You you have conversations before your talk, you meet people, you mingle, you add value, you give, you give, you give and then you do your talk and then you offer coaching, spot coaching, on the spot coaching, you connect with people in the audience and that's where you're gonna have raving fans but also tons of clients come in. Love it, love it, love it. That is absolutely awesome. I think you've given some incredible tips and strategies to everybody listening to either up their game with speaking and package it a little bit differently, get more value out of it, expand upon it, or just to go ahead and dive in and get started. So thank you so much. You're so welcome. So, you know, your story is awesome. I love the work that you're doing. You're empowering people to have the courage to follow their dreams. Story, obviously, has been a huge part of that. And, and you're helping people to share their stories with speaking, which, you know, is, is awesome. What would be just kind of some final thoughts or tips that you would want to share with the audience to think about in terms of finding the courage to share and give more of themselves, which I think is kind of the theme of everything that you've talked about here today? Right. Absolutely. And that's where I feel my greatest success has come is from that piece of service. And one of the things that I always tell a few tips really quick are what I tell when people are speaking, but really it applies to everything. First of all, leave your ego at the door. Uh, be there, you know, knowing that you are there to serve and to give and you have this bigger vision and purpose. But really, it's not about you. It's about them. And if you can do that shift, because when I first got my very first big keynote, there was it was at a big university, thousands of people in the audience. I remember going in thinking, oh, I'm so great, you know, getting paid X amount and I'm speaking in this beautiful place. And I quickly realized, no, it's not about me. It's about them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I say every time I take the stage, but it also absolutely helps me in my business every time I start to get ungrounded or unaligned because I'm chasing the numbers or the, you know, we always have this like next level, next level, next level, you know, bigger list, more income, you know, the seven figure mark, all this stuff is coming at us a lot. And we need to stay grounded in what is our real true purpose. And so 
the thing that really helps me is every time I took the stage, all those 800 times and up now it's about a thousand, but all of those times I always say, if I can touch just one person's life today, because I've had the courage to stand up here or be on this on, you know, podcast, if I can reach just even one person, right. then it's worth it. Absolutely. And so I think we can get into this more and more and more bigger, bigger, bigger. And we forget that we're here to support people. We're here to give love. We're here to change even just one life. That would be worth it. Right. Absolutely. It yes. brings back to that, that piece about really being connected to, and that's something that people say all the time, even though I'm creating, you know, bigger movements and reaching more people, they still feel like they matter. Yes. That, that each person has said that over and over. I know you care. And that, you know, I have the, the nickname mama bear for a reason. Cause I do care about each person that I'm connecting with. I know their name. I know their story. And so even as we grow that we need to remember that, that, that each person matters and that your story matters. This is a big one. Every person I talk to has doubts. Is my story important? Does anybody even care? Da, 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 da. If you go into it realizing that again, your story is actually, it is your story, but the reason you're telling it is not for you, it's for them. And also that you have a beautiful experience and you just have to find it and connect the dots. And sometimes that takes a little bit of digging and uncovering, but when you do, it shows to you, just like in my story, right? The simplest moment of just having those words touch my heart and truly change my life set me. I didn't know then that I was going to be teaching others to share their stories. Right. But looking back, I see the connection. I see the dots connecting and the imprint and the impact that that one experience had in my life. And so when you're looking for your diamond moment, as I call it, your breakdown and breakthrough moment, it can be something so simple. It doesn't have to be some big life-changing event, near-death experience, climbing Mount Everest. It can be the most tender, beautiful, simple experience. But the one, when you know it's your story is when you feel the emotion. And also, it's the one, it's the breakdown breakthrough where you actually change the course of your life. You made the changes, maybe not instantly, but it's the moment that set you on the path to doing the work that you are now called to do. So, so that's, that's my biggest thing is like, don't downplay your story because also I've been listening to speakers all my life. And some of those speakers that have climbed Mount Everest or are Olympians, sometimes I can not relate, right? Like I can get lost in like, but that's them. Mm -hmm. And so you look at your story and you think, but I haven't done this big, massive thing. That's perfect because your one needs that story to be shared so they can see themselves in it and then also have permission to do the same, to break through as well. Absolutely love that. And, and every, every one of us can be that person to one other person that then becomes the catalyst for them meeting their potential in life. And so I, I love how you brought that entire focus full circle. And I think when you focus on someone besides yourself, when you focus on something bigger than yourself, you have the courage, right? Because exactly. you're no longer in your head worried about, you know, playing small because you don't want to seem imperfect or fail or be rejected. You're now focused on being of service and, and that gives you that ultimate courage to go forward. And my last, can I say one last statement? This is my, the statement that helped me jump out of that airplane, start my business, speak on stages, everything else. If you write this down and you actually apply it, 
what it is, is make your why bigger than your fear. And it's the thing that has lit me up and helped me on my path, you know, to all the things that I've done and accomplished every time that I get afraid, because I get afraid, I feel that fear all the time. I start to doubt. I remember, and I come back to my why and make it bigger than my fear. Love it. Love it. So Chantal, what is the best place for people to go to that want to learn more about the movement that you're creating, the work that you're doing? Uh, where, where can we send people? Absolutely. So ChantelAdams.com is my website. I also have the CourageCollective.com, which is the movement of women's voices and collectives are popping up all around the world. So that's really exciting. And then of course, just come find me on Facebook, send me a friend request. I would love to connect with you there. And uh, also have, I do have a free gift at ChantelAdams.com slash get booked. And it is 21 ways. We talked about four ways here today. So it's 21 ways to get booked to speak when just starting out. Absolutely awesome. Chantel, you brought it today. Thank you so much. I know you're an incredibly busy woman, but really appreciate all of the value that you added for our listeners and just the beautiful way that, that you were able to share it. So thank you. Love it. Thank you so much for having me today. It was a blast. You got it. So to all of our listeners, that's a wrap. If you can think of just one person that would be moved, inspired, or gain a new insight from today's show, do me a favor and go ahead and pass this episode along. Share Chantel's stories and all the insight that she brought today with someone that you care about because sharing is absolutely caring. I want to thank you so much for being here. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you're not already a member of my private email community, I want you to text the word IGNITE to 44222. Text the word IGNITE to 44222 to get all the resources, trainings, swipe files, and tips I only share there. If you're not already a member, all you have to do is text IGNITE to 44222 to get in on all the action. Thanks so much.